Welcome back to Drunken Nerds Podcast number 23. I'm your host, Dan, and over here is uh, Schubert. What's up, nerds? Back for another week. You have no stuffed animals behind you. Or I, I, didn't, I don't have a shelf. There are some new additions, too, but the, uh, I'm in uh, not my choice of a hotel. I'm in, kind of in the middle of nowhere, so I don't really have a good backdrop, nowhere to sit them on. It's basically me in the curtain. Sitting okay, in a chair. <laughs> based off the weekend that you sent me. Through text messages, I thought there'd be like literally like a mound of things behind some. Uh, there would be where some new additions, but yeah, just the logistics of this room don't well work out for it. So. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, so Schubert, you have to tell everybody what's been going on for you. I think you had like the weekend of your life. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, uh, and all mostly spur of the moment. <laughs> I, I think as of last week, I didn't even know where I was headed for the weekend. Went pretty good. <laughs> Ended up at AEW Dynamite on Saturday. That was too much fun. And then another turn of events. Uh, basically gave me a couple days off at the beginning of the week. So I did a last-minute trip around the world at Epcot. Yes. So <laughs> you somehow find your way back to Disney World, it seems. I, I swear over and over like, again. I swear it's like uh Jack from Lost in Florida, Florida. I'm like, I have to go back. And somehow just keep I'm actually a turn of events. I'm headed back next week, but not not anywhere fun. So not to Orlando? No Orlando. We're skipping Orlando. Only uh, for a day. So quick quick in and out. But still, you can't keep me out of the sunshine state. That's to say, you'll you'll probably find a way. Some way. You're sending me all these messages. You're back in Orlando. You're back at Epcot. You're doing around the world. Man, oh man, I'm telling you, that's quite the life over there. Yeah, it's something else. I mean, it's not a cheap life. I uh, think I spent close to four digits this weekend. So, yeah, it can't be cheap for for an Epcot day. Do you not, have an annual pass at Disney? Or no, no. So I went to buy the annual pass like right before COVID hit. Yeah, and then they shut them off. They still haven't opened them back up. Got the annual pass to SeaWorld. I got to Universal, uh, which I did a Universal trip this weekend too. I forgot about that. So snuck that in there as well. Snuck that in there too. So yeah, that that didn't even make the radar because it was uneventful. My goodness, AEW was something else though. I can't say enough good about the product they put down down at Daly's place. Yeah, that's right. You went there and. You had pretty good seats. Yeah, the part I'm leaving out. So I had a seat. I had a normal seat. It was basically the same seats we had for double or nothing, but on just the opposite side. You know, that was the winner's pick. But then I got there. I was sitting there. I was bored. You know, I got there pretty early. I said, you know what? I'm going to look on uh, StubHub for better seats because, you know, it couldn't have been that expensive, I figured. So I got on StubHub. There weren't anything. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look on Ticketmaster. I look on Ticketmaster. There are two ring side seats front row right against the rail and i went to buy one they wouldn't let me buy one i had to buy two i said you know what screw it i'm doing it i'm buying two so i bought the two 
sat in the front row. It was a blast. I took what might be considered my first wrestling bump. Yeah, you did. Because if you watch that dynamite from Saturday, you can see that barricade that you were on. Most of the show. Oh, yeah. I got taken out. Spilled. I took out the two rows of seats behind me. (laughs) Beer went flying, soaked the crowd. And I, I'm sitting there, I like falling and I can't get up <laughs> to be helped up. Yeah, those those barricades from every angle were getting dominated. They're pretty flimsy. So, <laughs> yeah. so this is Schubert's seats here, if you're not on YouTube. So basically, big, yeah, you're basically in the ring. You're part of it. Oh, I was part of the so, show. And if you watch it, you can see yourself. The entire show. The whole show. Got a couple of reactions out of a few guys. <laughs> yep. He's wearing a black shirt with a rock t-shirt. So if you want to see Which, Schubert One thing there, I was disappointed, they, they their t-shirt selection was uh, lacking's an understatement at the merch stand. Really? No wrestler t-shirts at all. What all they, they had was AEW t-shirts. Like the logo. Huh. Interesting. They had some towels. They had a lot of the action figures. Yeah. No wrestler t-shirts though. So I, I wonder it's because was. they have a deal with prowrestlingtees.com, which they I only hate. print as you buy them. They don't have, have any, to like, imagine in stock. And maybe that's why on double or nothing they had some t-shirts because it was such a big event they knew they were gonna cruise through some. Yeah. But yeah, no t-shirts. So I, I had to go um unprepared. I didn't have any with me, so Okay, so you went with that. The rock shirt. Yeah, the rock was the closest thing I had. So. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, your picture with me and my, uh, Jungle me and my Boy. buddy Jungle Boy after the main event. <laughs> yeah, so front row, you got a selfie with them. And if you watch the actual show, you can watch Jungle Boy walk around the ring and literally pose for Schubert. I didn't know that. I, yeah, I haven't gone so back and watched yet. I'm going to one of these days this week, but I haven't yet. So. Yeah. So it seems like a fun weekend. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, I wanted to join. It also, wait, wait, wait a minute. You also went to the uh, pre-show, which was like a signing of some sort. Yep, they did. A, uh, they had a couple of uh, guys signing autographs uh, before the show. So did that. Met Mark Henry. Got his autograph. Autograph didn't make it home, obviously. Yeah, so Mark Henry. <laughs> so I come prepared when it comes to these things. Yeah, so you... So what did you get signed? What was actually signed? I was just like a like a photograph they gave you. Oh, okay. Didn't make it home. Not with me. No, the, I think my uh, buddies I met at the show they took it home. Was luck- <laughs> Luckily, at least somebody's going to get some uh, enjoyment out of it, but not me. I knew it wasn't making it home the second I got it. So yeah, and that's early. You go you go for a meet and greet, and then you go into the. The stadium, you watch the dark, which is well, so basically... that's basically what happened. The meet and greet, I got there nice and early, and it took maybe you know 10 15 minutes. So then I had like an hour to kill just before even the dark matches. That's yeah. why I got my brain moving and said, Hey, you know what? Maybe there's some tickets to be had, and it worked out for the best. Yeah, it seems like quite the night. So you had a weekend between I did, that. I didn't think Disney. I did not think that double or nothing could be topped, and it didn't, but it was pretty damn close. Yeah, I mean their shows are insane. I mean, just their show tonight—you could tell by the crowd's reaction for all the matches. Especially yeah, I the saw, first I saw a bunch of the bunch of the guys I was uh, 
hanging out next to in my section last week. Saw them all on TV again tonight. So Daly's Place is the spot. They're coming back in a couple of weeks. Hey, maybe I'll find my way back down. Oh, you will. 100%. So, yeah, I had nothing. Nothing as close to exciting as you. It basically hot, Mario hot Golf all weekend. That's pretty much it. I mean, and I also watched Mythic Quest fi- finally. I've been trying to get caught up on that. Season two? Season two. There you go. So, all caught up. I mean, the show is great. So, have you been good, watching as good as season one? Uh, not as good. Not as good as season one. Not as good as season one, but it was still really good. Yeah. All right. Definitely I'll check, it, check out. it out. So, that's pretty much it. But I want to do a quick um, shout out right now. So, we've been listening to podcasts all the time. <laughs> you, you, you have a conspiracy, you think, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, I got two people, and I feel like they are watching right now. Because everything that we talk about, it seems to be coming up on other podcasts. So Scorpio Sky and Matt Cardona. They're getting called out right now. They're getting called out. So Scorpio Sky literally mentioned Chewbacca Beaver from the Sexy Beasts, the the last podcast. And Matt Cardona is talking about Finnegan's, which is your favorite bar. My spot. I I went for dinner Saturday. Yeah. So it just seems very strange. So... I want one of them to join us as a guest at some point. <laughs> Call him up. Awesome. And so, maybe we can even do it from the cruise. <laughs> we could do it from the cruise. We, we, we've talked cruise. about Jericho. Uh, I mean, Scorpio will probably be there. Cardona might not, but maybe at the Kowloon. Maybe if you uh, go see him. I'm, I yeah. can't make that show, but playing the Kowloon, uh, doing a live broadcast pretty soon. Might have to do it. Is he doing his major land podcast or his other podcast? It's the action figure one. Actually, okay. With uh, Myers. Yeah, so he's he's got a bunch. I mean, the one I'm referring to is Majorland, which is him and Chelsea Green, where they basically just talk about theme parks. And it seems like he is right down our alley. He's smart because he goes, you go on a ride, then you get a drink. You go on another ride, you get a drink. He goes, I, he goes, I will not get on a ride unless I have a drink beforehand because that's just the way that Universal Parks work. He he mustn't have been recently because it's it's nearly impossible to do that at Universal these days. Yeah, that's yeah. basically um, Saturday was not a great day for me over there. Uh, partly in part by that I didn't get on hardly anything. Uh, it, it was too long to get drinks, so you can't, you. It's one of those things like you're paying nine ten dollars for a drink, then you drink it, and then you go on a ride. And then you repeat the process. If the line for the drinks is long or you can't find a drink stand, then you're, you def- you're not even getting buzzed because you're drinking them so slow. So it's a hard thing to balance. See, it, it's surprising to me for Universal. Do they still do? Because I'll never forget this moment where me and one of the shirtless men, Big Mike, were waiting in line at the Harry Potter ride and they had beer stands all throughout the line. Yeah, that has carts. never happened in my existence. So I think you, I think you so hit lucked out. Yeah. yeah, and there's an especially, um, let's call it a torturous stretch of drinks, where it's particularly Island of Adventure. Basically, between walking into the park and at least halfway around, you go through Harry Potter world, you go through Jurassic Park world, you go through the King Kong world. There's not a real drink drink only stand in that entire stretch. So if you want a beer, you have to do it from one of the concession stands. And those lines are just beyond ridiculous. So 
Yeah. It's All a right. it's a really bad stretch of no drinks. So yeah, they gotta fix that up a little bit. I mean, if you want a beer and spend whatever it is, eight or nine dollars, it should be like instant. I don't know how hard it is to throw a guy out there with a cool one of those rolling coolers filled with ice. Right. That's what I don't get. Like that most of the beer stands. His, that guy's making his salary in like four drinks. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they, they're always like putting the beer stands like some sort of food. Right. There's Just get rid of all the food. Just put yeah. beer stands everywhere. That was a problem I had at Epcot the other day too. In a couple countries where there was a stand that only served the beer, the only beer of the country, but it also sold like a food that caused the line to be like stupidly long. So right. they put a gun to my head and I had to get alcohol drinks. Which also, anybody who's watching this, go check out the Instagram at the Drunken Nerds and watch our story. Yeah. Because Schubert talks about like, oh, I couldn't get this drink because they're <laughs> they were serving turkey legs, so I couldn't get a Bud Light, so I had to go somewhere else. It's true. It's a problem. Which makes no problem. Sense. There should be a literally a single Bud Light stand just right. for Bud Light. Instant. Anything. Just give me a bottle. Yep. Pay your $10 for a 12 ounce bottle of Bud Light, but there's nothing else there to hold up the and line. That's the France one, too. The France Pavilion, they serve one beer in the entire country. And it's at the confection stand that's the concession stand that sells like the chocolatey stuff. It's the stupidest line in the park. How am I? Nobody in line getting a chocolate piece of candy is also getting a beer. Right. Yeah. They need, they need to fix that up a little bit. I don't bit. think they want to. We love Disney, beer. but. If they want to make more money on alcohol for people that actually want to it's go so drinking. It's so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> Put a couple stands. Or have one of those guys like at the baseball games. Like, like, you know, right, just like walking around. Walking around. <laughs> That's right. You're actually right because in the World Showcase, if you have like a French guy walking around right. just in France holding up his cart, you know how many drinks they'd probably and, sell? And there's nothing that holds up the line. Right. Like, you, hmm, what do I want? This beer or the other one? Just give me one and here's take my money. That's why there's no lines for beer at baseball games. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, get so, it together. All right. So Disney can make more money. Not that they need more money, but they could if they get it together. I've always so. wanted to meet my dream job is to be a Disney Imagineer. Maybe I'm not cut out for that, but maybe they need a beer consultant. Well, I feel like an Imagineer would be like, you want to make more money than have a cart. <laughs> Just for beer. Maybe Rather like than... a themed cut for beer or something. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Anyway. All right. So you had a good weekend. So let's go into the, this week's hangover. A few things and uh, let's get it going. This week's hangover. All right. Half Naked Men say... We have a few things to go over today. So mostly, Schubert, stre mostly streaming stuff, it seems like. It seems like this is a big week for streaming. Yeah, it was holiday weekend. So there's, there's a few things that were announced and coming out. Um, big thing that I think you want to talk about is WandaVision, the post-credit scene where basically they almost re-edited. Went in a and re-edited. Yeah. What? It's not, nothing big. Like Nothing big. Small things. Just a like, little, little visual effect, and it's assumed to be... I guess Vision or Doctor Strange. It's still up for debate, maybe. I mean, it's just like a hovering guy with a cape, which they both have. So, yeah, I mean, it's all hearsay because people are saying like it's nothing. They they redid the visuals of the trees. And yeah, it's like a shadow of a person. It kind of looks right. like it's got a cape. So one of it's one of those two people, you know. 
But it is the going it is. back in and editing is the part I find strange. Yeah, that, that was say like it's strange that they go and edit this all of a sudden in the middle so of like Loki. A little minor thing in the middle of Loki is the big point. Like, yeah. are we gonna see time travel changes or something? So they want to tie everything in, obviously. And Loki for me has not been the best Marvel show I've seen. No, and it seems and- like they're. I'm wondering if that's because we're such Who fans. Yeah. Because I know I said to you, Doctor 3 was just like a bad but very visually pleasing episode of Doctor Who. Like 10 mm-hmm. in era Doctor Who. Right. That's all it felt like to me. And whether that was intentional or unintentional or maybe they thought they could get away with it without tricking people. or. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, so, so I mean, it's interesting. I don't know it, yeah, I don't know if this visual effect is like t- going to tie into Loki. I don't think it is. I think it's something they just figured maybe people wouldn't notice. But you've got to figure the ratings, the amount of people watching these Disney Plus shows has been like through the roof. Right. So it's not like there's going to be a ton of new viewers watching WandaVision at this juncture. Like you're pretty much at either you've watched it or you haven't watched it, and this little visual effect isn't going to do anything for them. I think it comes down to we watch the podcast, bust it open, and they talk about tightening the screws. I think they're literally this is what they're doing for their their sake for the long haul. So people okay. maybe realize and watch that and go back and they see this, but they want to make sure that everything's perfect. So like you're Loki looking at the screen. This was that they're, they're starting to catch on to this stuff, right? And they're just trying to fix it without trying letting to anybody it. know. I wouldn't be shocked if you go back to Loki episode one that it's that gone. is not there anymore. I, you're gonna have to investigate. Have, yeah, yeah, I'll have to watch it again. It's just that. it's it's one of those things you go back to. We say it. Everything with Disney seems intentional. Whether this was for yeah. buzz or maybe they get people going back and rewatching extra times just for no reason. Or maybe they go back and watch old movies just for no reason. But people are weird, so maybe they will. See, I think everything's intentional for Disney, but they have a lot on their plate now where I think they could have these little screw-ups where they have to clean it up a little bit. They have yeah. so much going on now. Lots of stuff. So when they open up that streaming service, I mean, it's not just movies here and there where they can do a million things of editing. They have to do a weekly show now for pretty much – yeah, they're, the, the rate they're coming out, it's been pretty much weekly for the better part of the year. Right. So, I mean, obviously, a Black Widow. When, when is Black Widow coming out? July 7th? The 10th. The 10th, okay. Yeah, so I think it wrapped. I think it premieres the week before Loki finishes. Okay, so, so right around then. So there'll be one episode of Loki after premiere yeah okay be interesting interesting, because i know a lot of people already have the uh have already seen it like the press the press have pretty much seems seems like quite a bit have doesn't seem like it's been they were too tight i know we didn't get a presser nobody sent us one but yeah we didn't get that part so we'll see i mean i i don't have very high expectations for it but no and judging from the reviews i think it's going to be up my alley Either. Is he going to be so, up your alley? No, I don't think it's going to be. Yeah. The whole spy thriller thing really doesn't do a t- ton for me. I'm never a big James Bond guy or anything like that. So, Now, how do you feel, though? Because Disney's been killing it for a while. 
if they flop on Loki and they flop on Black Widow, do you have concern that they're just getting lazy and they're kind of losing their spark? I don't have. I don't think the payoff for Loki is going to be a flop. I still have high hope for that, but I'm getting concerned with all this, you know, sort of like mystery character build, and then when it's somebody underwhelming, we are just disappointed. Mm-hmm. This will be the third series out of three that there's been like a one, even one or two mystery characters, you know, in. WandaVision, we had Agatha, like who was Agatha? And uh, Devin Peters' character, who turned out to be nobody, not Quicksilver. Yeah. <laughs> Anything interesting whatsoever. Just a normal pair. In uh, Captain and Winter Soldier, we had the power broker. You know, it was exactly who we thought it was going to be. It was Sharon Carter the whole time. Sorry, spoiler. You've had enough time. Yeah. And here we have the female Loki or. Everybody, the Enchantress, and either one. It's going to be one of those two. It's not going to be like a third party. Right. So that's the one can they have about the shows, but we'll see. It just seems like a weird trend that they're sticking to. And, you know, these weekly episodes, they try to – it seems like all – every show so far has tried to build up suspense so you watch the next one and not really focus. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So we'll see with this one. We haven't talked about Loki, but we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. No, I just started the started the uh, this week's episode. About to finish it after, so we'll see. Uh, this is the first one they've said has a mid credit secret se- uh, sequence. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, maybe we'll we'll touch on it next week. See how it's see going. How, see, see how it's going midway yeah. through the series. So, good news on Moss. I mean, um. With some monsters, but uh, <laughs> Disney Plus, Plus. So Monsters at Work is about to come out soon. Another good one, yeah. We'll see. How, how do you feel about this one? So I was in. I was in. I'm glad that John Goodman and Billy Crystal are back on board. But it seems like the show's not really going to be. They're going to be the main focus of the show. They're kind of just going to be there. Yeah, I think the so, main focus is just the other monsters, it's like a new guy. obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm 100% in on this. 100%. You're a Monsters Inc. guy. A big, big, big Monsters Inc. guy. So I don't think they can mess this up. I no, think this I think is this a fail-proof series. Fail-proof. Yeah. Which is almost why Monsters University doesn't get like widely praised. Because like it was, it can't, it sort of can't miss, but it didn't like blow your socks off. Right. So it kind of gets just in the Pixar, just kind of gets lost. So. Yeah, no, I'm. Th- this is gonna be great. Uh, this is a can't miss in on it. Watch it from day one. So, well, one thing nice I like about it is you get it's it's short. They're thirty minute episodes, but you get two every week. Yes, I saw that. So July seventh, I think, is the episode one two. So I'm looking forward to that. I think they're doing the right stuff when it comes to Pixar, where they're keeping the. Let's say, yeah, the actors. I mean, they, they're keeping the entire cast together. It's not like they're going off and just doing like a, a freebie money money maker. I mean, not Kingdom Hearts style, where they, yeah. <laughs> they just get somebody that sounds like them. Right, exactly. So this is gonna be legit. I think it's gonna be good. Monsters Inc. Probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite Pixar movies. Stuff there for you. Yeah. Oh, big time, big time. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think it'll be good. And it's nice to have something not Marvel on Disney Plus. Right, 
Because it seems like Marvel, I mean, obviously Star, Star Wars. Wars, a lot of stuff. Yeah, but it's just dominating. It's yeah, even though Luca was a good addition. But that was not, that's an exception because it was sort of supposed to be in theaters. Right, right, right. So, so uh, the other big one I think is coming on Amazon Prime is. Don't say Boss Baby. No, I can't wait. For, but, oh, I forgot. Boss Baby comes out July 2nd. Oh, know, that's this weekend. I, I didn't tell you. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So before we get into this other one with Chris Pratt, this other stupid movie, let's go into Boss Baby, which comes out July 2nd. You're excited for Boss Baby. I cannot wait for the Boss Baby. I can't wait. They did it the right way. So they they teased the whole thing about the Boss Baby being like they're growing up now. But you know what? They did it right where they had like this thing where they turned it back into the babies again. So it's basically going to be just like the regular Boss Baby. Fantastic. I I can't wait. I'm in on this one. So, so is Boss Baby? Who who has is it Universal? Who I want to say <laughs> it's your favorite streaming service. Well, Peacock. Peacock. That's right. It's Pe- It is Peacock. Oh yeah. So hopefully you'll be able to watch it. You need to find some Boss Baby merch wherever you go on your travels. <laughs> looking for the, I didn't see any Boss Baby merch at Universal, but well, uh, go find. Not, maybe I wasn't looking hard enough. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, anyway, so Boss Baby is going to be my pick of the week for this one. All right, so Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt comes. That'll out be my pick of the week on Amazon Prime. Which, based off what I get, Chris Pratt's the executive producer, right? Oh, this interesting. Well. I didn't know that, but I think he is, and um. It's basically a movie about the future. Yeah, we get the world's at war with aliens. We get war. There's future. There's aliens. There's Chris Pratt. That if there's not a movie tailor made for me, this is this is it. There's a chance. There's probably a chance it's going to be bad, but I'll give it all the chance I can. When's the last time Amazon Prime put out like a legit big time movie? The only like one I series. Think of is Borat. Oh, I forgot about Borat. You're right. That's that's probably the only yeah. one I can think of off the top of my head. But yeah, I think this. I think it's going to be good. I think that these streaming services now, like they have to up their game. They can't put up these these fluff movies anymore. No, because people so. like people know like it, they're not watching if it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's the like one main complaint everybody's had with Fast Nine. <laughs> how ridiculous it is. Yeah, that's exactly what I tune in for, but not the general public. Right. They need a decent movie. So Chris Pratt, time traveling, shooting aliens. You know what? You don't have to sell me on much more. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, like I said, he's produced. I don't know. Has he produced another movie before? I don't know. Good question. Who knows what it really means either, you know? Man, who knows? I know. This feeling. Kind of involvement. Yeah. So. All right, so should be good. I mean, check it check out. It. I, I think that's next Friday, though. I don't think it's this week. This no, it's weekend. the it's two, the second. Oh, it's the second too. Yeah. So that's coming out the same day as Boss Baby. Yeah, same day as Boss Baby. So you oh get you get some movies goodness. to watch. That is going to be quite a. Day. Oh, I can't wait. So I have a wedding. I have to go to that day, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be on my. Phone. Might be watching Boss Baby. Oh yeah, I'm going to bring my own headphones and stuff. Then <laughs> screw it. 
So, but another t- thing, another thing I didn't bring up, but I just remembered this comes out this weekend is the first installment of Fear Street on Netflix. So yeah, you mentioned that. Netflix, yeah. yeah, that's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Okay, and they're doing. Um, I'm not PC sure every week, week, right? I think it's once a week. Yeah, once a week for a couple weeks, or once every other week for a couple weeks, something like something of that nature. Okay, so there's definitely some stuff to watch this week. Yeah, they're giving us a lot. Maybe it's probably the Fourth of July weekend. Maybe there's like everybody who doesn't want to do something but still wants to do something. Well, speaking of Fourth of July weekend, is there anything in particular that you're going to have to watch, or is it going to be one of these new one of this new stuff? What do you mean? Just Fourth of July weekend. It's not a movie or a show that you like to watch. No, just a show (laughs) or a movie or a game or something you like to do on Fourth of July. Not a particular one. (laughs) There's one movie that I watch every single Fourth of July. Is it Independence Day? It's Independence Day. (laughs) Like, why would that be the answer for everything? I mean, I I I thought that's where you were going with it, but just not mine. (laughs) So you're gonna so you're gonna stick with uh, Tomorrow War. Maybe I'm going to make you watch Boss Babies. Maybe I'll do an Alien back-to-back. We'll watch The Tomorrow War and Independence Day. There you go. Okay. See Chris Chris Pratt kick some alien ass and Will Smith kick some alien ass. See who does it better. There we go. I like it. All right. So there's a lot lot of stuff coming out this weekend. We'll see. Um, That's pretty much it for current events, right? Seems like it. A little quiet going into the 4th of July other than getting us watching stuff. Yeah. So, all right. So, skins R.I.P. I had it, a lot of choices this is week. Is it the dog? What dog? <laughs> Thought it was going to be the dog. It was going to be sad. What dog? No, I I did a sad one last week. I'm not doing a sad one this week. Uh, the dog would have been sad. This yeah. one. I mean, this guy was <laughs> this guy was ready to die. So proceed. <laughs> all right. Let's go. R.I.P. Then I'll tell you about. All right, so I had a lot to choose from this week. Apparently, so I just got. Yeah, I don't know who the hell he is. So, so Johnny Solinger from Skid Row, the lead singer, died. Yep, from Liverpool. Didn't pick him. No, I, that's who I figured you would have gone with. Yeah, John Lagley. I think Langley or Lagley or Langley, the executive pr- producer of Cops died this week as well oh, wow. didn't pick him so i went with john Ascuga. the reason yeah. why i went with this guy is because he was the owner of the nugget casino in nevada okay the golden nugget the golden nugget oh good man and i had a uh such a good time at vegas that one time that i thought this man needed a proper r.i.p segment because so- you can go to this hotel for like $30 a night. Stay there, <laughs> have a good meal, go gamble. Good man that he you came know, up with this. He's he's the owner of the casino. I've seen enough movies like Casino and Ocean's Eleven to, to know that these casino owners don't seem to be the, the nicest folk. It's all right. He's 96 years old. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like it did all right. So it's been a little while since he got into the, the breaking people's legs and such. Yes, he might have. Yeah, 
I say rest in peace, John. I would have gone with the dog. What dog? So the dog that they based the dog from Fallout on. From what? The Fallout, the the game. Yeah. The dog in that game. Yeah. Was modeled after a dog in real life. And that dog died? The dog died this week. I think his name was like Snowflake or something. Interesting. That would have been a sad one. R.I.P. I didn't want to go sad. It's usually sadder when the dogs die than the humans. So Yeah. Well, I saw a casino owner die. It just it sparked my interest because I want to go back to Vegas very soon. So <laughs> that just went right up my... Uh... You can go to the funeral. I know. That's a good thing. I say, I really knew this guy. <laughs> Tell my wife I need to go. I really knew this guy really well. I need to go to Vegas just for a couple of days. He was a good friend. Yeah. So, All right, Chibrit. So we have a trailer for you. Oh, no. I can't imagine this is the most flattering trailer if it's anything yeah, no. from this weekend. So I got really lazy because I really didn't want to spend a lot of time doing this. So a lot of the pictures are multi. Actually, yeah. Multi-time showing the same picture over and None over. None are from this weekend. So, but she were not quite the weekend. So I, that got me thinking we should get his intake on some rank rankings almost. <laughs> so, power rankings, yeah. Power rankings. So let's do it. So here we go. Shoes rankings. something else all right for those so, who are on spotify you don't know what you're missing turn over to youtube yeah so head over to youtube if you want to see the trailer that we just made but anyway so Schubert, you have more experience i feel than anybody that i know theme park drinking gotta be, gotta be getting up there you're way up there so i need to get your input and for our listeners input on some top five rankings yes yeah, so you had mentioned earlier that we were going to do this so i started brainstorming but i didn't come up with formal lists so it's going to be a little off the, off the top of the head all right so that, that's fine but i figured you know based on your experience which you have a lot of it seems so all right so top five theme parks in your opinion, top five theme parks. Okay, theme parks. Yeah, this is gonna. This is a tough one. You're gonna. Uh, 
any sort of criteria or just like if I had to tell you to go to which place? No, you just want to have fun. What would be your top five? Like if you had to pick one through five, you have five days. Five days five. and you have to go to five. All right. Yeah. Here's where, since we're just doing Orlando, this is going to be easy. Number five, SeaWorld. Okay. You have to buy the Fast Pass or the Express Pass, and you have to like roller coasters. If you don't, well, you have to like animals too. There's some animals. But if you don't like roller coasters, you don't like animals, this book for you. That one is interesting because I was hoping that out of the five, you were going to name SeaWorld as your top five because there's so many parks in Disney and obviously the two parks in Universal. Right. That you named that number five. So that gives that a little more credit, in my opinion. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice day. It's a nice break. You don't have to, especially it's with the fast pass, you can do the roller coasters nice and easy. Yeah. So if you buy the fast pass, and I've never seen the fast pass go for more than $60, $70. And that it's worth it. You can go on the roller coaster two, three times in a row if you feel like it. You know, with almost any amount of line. Mm-hmm. They also got the animals, all that stuff. That's some nice time killers. And they got like stuff like shows and stuff a lot. You know, some sort of band playing or Okay. So it's a good time. Number four, moving on. Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's a good one. It's so good what do you like over there? So they got some rides. They got the animals. So it's a little bit of everything. The one negative, short hours, and you can you can blow through the park pretty quickly. I like to do Animal Kingdom as a park hopper. Make that like your first park hopper option and maybe swing over to Epcot and do around the world. That sounds like a perfect day. Yeah. Now, here, here's what people might think. I'm leaving out Epcot of this list. Well, it's a spoiler. What's number three? You know, I'm, I'm just, getting, <laughs> just I'm moving along. I think you're going to figure it out. Number three, Universal Studios. Okay. Universal Studios has a bunch of great rides, but a bunch of mediocre rides. Actually, I'm trying to think of hang on. The wheels are spinning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Universal Studios. You get some great rides, but you also have some just okay rides. And Universal's not a great day on its own. So you know, what's that Universal now? It's obviously King Kong, right? The Hulk. Nope. nope. You're thinking of Out of Adventure. Oh, that's right. So Universal is, has like the Transformers and uh, Ripper Rocket. Ripper Rocket, which okay. is great. Um, the Harry Potter, the original Harry Potter. You know, they yeah. got the cats. The no, I'm wrong. It's the uh, new. It's the Diagon Alley. Which Diagon Alley is really really cool. Mm-hmm. But the Escape from Gringotts ride, it's the weakest of the three Harry Potter rides at Universal. So. Number two, Disney's Hollywood Studios. The Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge or whatever they call it, is spectacular. It's just unreal. 
I could spend the whole day there. I mean, part of that's because of the busy lines and the crowds, and it's never quiet over there. Mm-hmm. But it's great. It's great. You also got a little extra. You can go over in the other side of the park. You get Tower of Terror. You have the Aerosmith roller coaster. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff. It's, it's a good walking around park, too. Right. I'm a big fan. Literally, there's nothing to do over there until they added Galaxy's Edge and then M- Mickey's Runway and all this other stuff. It's like a full park now. It's I, a full I don't, park. I don't know what it could have been like before because the Toy Story area is fairly new as well. Right. And all it was, though, a Toy Story was the uh, Mania one. Right. So I mean, before that, before that, with no Toy Story, no Galaxy's Edge, I don't know what could have been there. It was just the shows. That's yeah. all it was. <laughs> Literally, that's all it was, the shows. So, And number one, we've already touched on it, Island of Adventure. Yeah, you're a big Jurassic Island of Adventure fan. I like the Island of Adventure. Yeah. It's got the uh, Harry Potter world. It's got Jurassic Park world. It's got King Kong world. It's got the superhero, Marvel superhero world. Mm-hmm. It's a good day. All right. So, so there's the, the five. five I did leave Epcot out. And Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Magic Kingdom's a no-brainer for me. I've only been there one time with you. Get <laughs> um, <laughs> every children's that Epcot, way. I left out because, well, it's a fun day for someone like me and you. It's not for everybody. Not a lot over there. If you're not going to spend two, three hundred dollars drinking, there's really not yeah, a lot to do. Just about drinking. If you want to drink, go to Epcot. Epcot's number one. If you want to go drinking, correct. But that's pretty much it. You're it's like right. a that'll be an asterisk. You're basically paying a hundred and ten dollar cover charge to drink. Yeah. So. Yeah. That'll be the All asterisk. Right, so, next one, Schubert. What are your top five rides? Five rides. Out of all right. the I, I gotta, I gotta think this out real quick. Right. We'll start with number five. Give it to you. Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios. Okay, I thought that'd be higher. I'm thought it would be higher, surprised. but I bring it down a few notches just because it's so inaccessible at this point. You have to wait in line. You have to hopefully get a queue number. You have to get over there at a particular time. It's just it's just really inaccessible. Yeah. I mean, you could plan your whole week around going to Hollywood Studios and not get on it. <laughs> you know? So it's hard to rank it fairly just because of that. Okay. But other than that, it's phenomenal. Yeah, the ride's amazing. Even the great. the queue going in there, it's amazing. I thought the queue was the ride the first time I rode it. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, there's another ride. The queue, I, I would almost lead to say, is more impressive than the ride itself. Yeah, it's up there. It's pretty so, impressive. So, all right, moving on. Number four, I'm going to give this one to you. The Manta at SeaWorld. Not Manta. That looks uh, amazing. I've never been on it. Not, not Manta. I mixed that up. I'm sorry. Mantis might have been my least favorite one over there. Mako was the one. Mako, okay. Mako. Mako. Is that um, the new one? No, it's an older one. Okay. Well, not everybody's cup of tea. It's tailor-made to my roller coaster preference. Like Everybody seems to like roller coasters a little bit differently, and the type of roller coaster I like, that's it. So it nails it. 
I feel like I've only been to SeaWorld once, so I feel like I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I've ever been it's on very, it. It's very so. hilly. It's yeah. not, not really twisty, not really. T- it's very hilly, but it's a metal mm-hmm. coaster. Okay. So there's that. All right. Number three. I got, now I got to think this through. All right. I'll give this one. Kong Skull Island. Fantastic ride. It's not that exciting. It's not that intense. It's just really well done. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's it can be different every single time depending on where you sit, where you're looking. You know, it's just really from a technical standpoint, really impressive ride. I agree. The first time I went on, the only time I went out was with you a while ago, and I was blown away. Yeah, blown away by that ride. So, number two, I'm gonna give this to Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Awesome, that's a good one. I love it. It's um, it's fun. It's one thing I like. It's lengthy. You know, after you wait in line for thirty minutes for a ride, the worst thing is that when it's two minutes long and over before it starts. Mm-hmm. I'd say this this ride is almost seven eight minutes long, which in theme park world is crazy. And it's great. It's getting a little old, so it's starting to get a little dated. It feels like it could use an update. But it's fantastic. It's fun. It's just great. Okay. Like it. What's your number one? Number one, easy leaps and bounds, not even close. What's that? It's Hagrid's motorbike adventure. Okay. I've never been on this one before. The ride is absolutely incredible. It's a great roller coaster. It's great effects. You know, it's a roller coaster where there's other stuff going on. It's not just overwhelmingly fast where it's over before it starts. There's different kinds of elements. There's like one where you go up and then slide back. And then there's a, actually a drop, <laughs> like like a vertical drop. And you're on a motorcycle. You get to hold on to the handlebars. <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. coolest thing. And I got to say, I've been on it quite a few times now, sitting in the front seat makes all the difference it's incredible it's a whole new ride so if you can sit in the front seat sit in the front seat okay those are some good choices for sure that's the five there's only a couple that i'm surprised that didn't make them the top five yeah first one's avatar avatar good yep um surprised that one wasn't on there and that easily you could have switched that out with king kong probably could have switched it with yeah, King Kong might have been the switch out there. Yeah, if you're looking, it's sort of the similar where it's like a technical experience that makes it so entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's not really thrilling. It's just impressive. Yeah. The only other one that maybe could be up there a little bit would be Everest. But I Honestly, I haven't been on Everest. So I think Everest that is, might, it, I think it might be the single ride in all – the Disney, all the Universal, and throw in SeaWorld. I think it might be the only ride I haven't been on. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah, it, it, it's a good coaster. I, I probably wouldn't put it in my top five, but the only other special consideration would have been Hollywood, Hollywood R- Rocket. Just it's great. Um, that's right, the Rocket. Yeah, for the Mummy it's, too. Actually, I forgot about that one. 
I'm off. I'm off of the money, mummy. How are you off of the mummy? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm off of it. I, I wasn't nearly as thrilling as I remembered when I went on it the other day. It's not. It's not about the thrilling though. It's like it's really good, and it's like almost like a story. Like you don't get those story roller coasters anymore. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I was off of it. I was down. You're right. I'm trying to think of anything. And else. the Velocicoaster's coasters up there. Uh huh. The Velocicoaster, coaster. It's good, but it's not really up my alley. Okay. Yeah, the only one that I would have switched. I mean, the top five, I would agree with you. I've never been in Hagrid, but it would just be the, uh, the Avatar one. Yeah. So, um, all right. Yeah, definitely the honorable mention of the group. Top five, last one. Top five bars or restaurants in the Disney Universal area. So it doesn't have to be in the parks. Could no. be in City Walk or Springs. I know you were getting to this. <laughs> I've been racking my brain over it. This is a tough one. You've been to many. You've been to many, many. (laughs) Many, many. And I know I'm going to screw up the orb. So give me a moment to to, to plan. (laughs) I mean, this is just, yeah, for basically bar situation. I mean, I guess you can take into consideration the food. But yeah, I was gonna say, like, what, what are we gonna rank this on? Just like it's overall, more just like you want to go to a bar. If you want to go to a bar, grab a drink. The food's a plus. While you're doing a park day, or just whenever. Just whenever. I say whenever. All right, let's do this then. Number five. Ugh, I'm gonna leave so many out. I just know it. I'm gonna screw everything up. I have to throw this in. Just for the convenience factor, and it's always pretty solid, and they got souvenir cups. The Hard Rock Cafe at City Walk, number five. Good choice. It's one of the cooler Hard Rock interiors out of most out of a lot of I've been to. It is always ice cold in there, and it's right in between the two parks, so you can't. Leave one park, hit a pit stop, grab a beer, get some food, get some cold air condition, and move on to the next. It's not top like notch. It. It's not top notch, but it has the uh, like X factors working for it. Right. Look at me. I feel, I feel like a beautiful mind right now. Like you're trying to calculate like ranking system. Where things to go. All right, number four. We'll throw it in there. All right, so we got one city walk bar on the list. I'm going to say the Tequila Cave at Epcot. You love that place. I love the Tequila Cave. The, we'll, we we can combine the Mexican the restaurant part, portion as well, I guess. Yeah. It's awesome. The ambiance is like walking into a fully immersive world. You feel like you're in Mexico, I think. They have great drinks, lots of tequila options, and the Ella Brije Margarita. <laughs> if you haven't seen this one, check it out. I've posted it multiple times. It's an experience. <laughs> yep. Check out the Instagram. It's on there. 
So. There's a flashing, flashing ice cube. There's a bubble that I don't even know is made out of. There's smoke. There's it. It, it tastes great. Yeah, it's awesome. So we'll where's the that, cost of that thing actually? Good question. I think it's under thirty, but over twenty. Okay. But it's. I think it's pretty good tequila. Yeah. So the show alone is worth like five, six bucks. I'd say. Right. The show is amazing. So yeah, COVID times they don't really let you sit and hang out in there. Uh, but normal times, I think they do. So you get to sit and kind of enjoy it, mm-hmm. maybe in some time the time. It's not on the menu. It's a secret item right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So we dug into it. I Apparently, and I was asking the bartender this, the first time I got it, they like see me coming and were like, hey, we're going to test this one out on this guy. Hmm. So. The second time, they've kind of publicized it a little bit more so people know about it. But he said that first time, solid chance I was the test audience. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it for a second. He's like, we saw this guy coming, and he, we knew this would be his drink. <laughs> All right, number three. We're going to go with Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. <laughs> fantastic place i love that place <laughs> we went for breakfast i went and had some takeout there one night too and it was fantastic the breakfast was great the drinks were very good and it was one of the sneaky places that had souvenir cups yeah we, we really that was the best souvenir cup i think i've ever got because they serve it to you in a big like sippy cup basically like a gatorade bottle <laughs> yeah so I just took it with us and yeah, hey, walk around and drink it. It's Perfect. place is always packed. It's next to impossible to get reservations. So you got to do it way ahead of time. There are two seats at the bar that are walk up. Remember that. Yes. To the left of the restaurant. You go in yeah. left to the restaurant, two seats. Yeah. That food was really good. It Pro was team, really yeah. good. Yeah. So, so that, that, that one, it's it's an all right bar. It's mostly a restaurant, but the food and drinks are makes up for, oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and get the uh, get the souvenir cup. Yeah, go for they, it. They take five dollars off. I think it refills. Yeah, it's you, a refill can, cup. It's a refillable souvenir cup. Right, you bring the souvenir the cup over ones. there. Yeah, exactly. And they had some wild drinks on that menu that could go into that cup. They were moonshine related and. Oh yeah, I think I got the margarita in mine, but I think it was you had the like most tame one on the menu. That was the easiest drive to Jacksonville <laughs> when you drove over there with the margarita cup. It was amazing. So all right. Number two. I'm gonna go with the boat. Oh no, shoot, I forgot one. Yeah, so I forgot stuff. We'll do that honorable mention then. I think. Wait a second, am I missing something? Yeah. All right. Number two, Finnegan's. Oh, yeah. I was hoping I, Finnegan's going to make the list. Finnegan's is making the list at Universal Studios. Yeah. Awesome. Kind of the same criteria as Hard Rock. It's a nice sit down with very cold air conditioning, but it's an Irish pub style. They got music a lot of the times. They got a bar. And the food is very good, mm-hmm. which at Universal – it's not known for its food like Disney. So to be getting decent food there is kind of a accomplishment in itself. And moving on, number one. I don't think any surprise here. 
<laughs> would you like to guess? I would have to guess, and I would hope that it would be T-Rex. Of course it's T-Rex. <laughs> this might be my favorite restaurant on planet Earth. The only thing it's missing is televisions at the bar, but I don't think you'd want them. I think if they had them, they would no. take away. I'd but rather not have television at the bar. Yeah. But oh, I mean, like, I think that's what's stopping it from being like my favorite place on earth. Like if I needed yeah. to watch a game and wanted to go there. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's fantastic. You can even put up with all the kids screaming around you. It's just, it's so relaxing. Yeah. The it's food amazing. is great. Another thing you wouldn't think from like sort of like a chainy, kitschy restaurant. But the food is very good. And the drinks are always cold. The seats are always cold. You get to stare and look at some fish while you eat. It's great. Yeah, it's the best. It's by far number one. Leaps and bounds. So, yeah. A couple that you left off, which I'm actually surprised yeah. by. It's hard to pick five. It, it was hard to pick five off the top of my head. I think if I thought about this one more, it would narrow it down a little further. I definitely so, wanted to get the boathouse in there, which I didn't get. That kind of slipped my mind. Um, the other one was um, an Epcot, the UK. Yes. What's the Britain restaurant? What's the name the of it? Crown place? and Rose. Crown and Rose. Rathbone Road, it, too. So. It's good. The Crown and Rose is good, but they, I never get a drink that I like there. I always order the wrong beer, and I never like it. And, yeah. Um, okay. Finnegan's is sort of the same type, same style, but better. Not a big Mythos fan? I thought Mythos was good, but uh, it's not really cracking my – there's a few other ones that I wanted to get in there that way ahead. Okay. It's a solid list. So there, so. There's the lists. All right. That's, that was our list. So we've been going forever. So yeah, a little change right of pace. Now. So we're going right. to move them. We're going to move. I thought we were behind, We were uh, slacking until you brought up that idea. So I like that. We mixed it up a little. Might have to yeah. prepare a little better next time. So let's keep it going. We'll do a quick, really quick drunken asshole story of the week. And then we'll move on. Drunken asshole. Story of the week. So we're not even at trivia yet in about an hour. Yeah. So let's go to the drunken yeah. asshole story of the week. So basically, a guy from Britain lost the bet because he was wasted to change his name to John Cena, and he did. Good, Good on him. him. Good for him. As we know, <laughs> I'm a man who likes to make drunken bets. Yes. But not like this guy. Uh, not very good at following through with them. It only cost him $130, apparently, to get through everything to change really? your name. That's not too bad. Huh. So you can good. change your name to whatever you want. Yeah. Might have to add this bet to the to the, uh, <laughs> to the the cannon. <laughs> That's feasible. All right. So should we John do Cena, your name John Cena could be worse, too. I mean, his original name was like, Lewis something. Yeah. Not seen as cooler. I like that he said he he offered to get a tattoo instead. Yeah. Uh, right. Which I don't I don't know. That seems more permanent than changing your name. Like people are still gonna call hey Lou. Yeah. It's like his friends are still gonna call him by his name. So I don't I don't wonder. Maybe he could have told his friend he got the tattoo. They just can't see it. It's true. Put it in a place that uh no, John, unless they really want to see it. You idiot. What? John Cena. 
Oh yeah, I get it. All right, I get it now. I went over my head for a second there. I get it now. All right. <laughs> All right. Should we do a beer rating or no? We might be pressed for time. Yeah, skip it. <laughs> you don't want that beer, do you? I don't. I don't even know what I drink. So I went to the beer store, and I was like looking at every single can, like when it was bottled on, because now I'm getting a little concerned if it's gonna be old or not. So I found one. It looked good. I got it. But we can skip that one because we still have. Uh, Save it for next week. We still have trivia. So, all right, let's get to straight to trivia. Do it. Yeah, we lost stuff. Fourth of July there. edition. All right, stump the shoe. Six questions. Still on a cold streak, so let's eat it up. Uh, you can get this one, I think. All right, here we go, Stuart. Question number one. What cooking show did Chris Pratt participate in? Cooking show? What is that? Was that a motorcycle? What's going on over there? I think it was a motorcycle. Are you jealous? <laughs> oh, I just want to jump on and go, go on the open road. Cooking, right? Yeah. What cooking show did Chris Pratt participate in? I don't know if why, but is this a pre fame or during fame? I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to go Incorrect. It's Top Chef. Top Chef, all right. Must have been a judge. <laughs> Must have been a judge. All right, take a second. Yeah. I was close. I could have gone one of two ways. He struck. He would have struck me. That would have been on somebody on like supermarket sweep as like a eighteen year old or something. I love supermarket sweep. <laughs> that and shop till you drop. Those are my two shows that I watch all the time. All right. Question number two: What is the name of the CEO of Monsters Inc.? Like in the upcoming show. No, just the Monsters Inc. in two thousand and one. Whatever, CEO guy. I know, big boss man. The crab leg guy. It's It's crabby man or something. (laughs) It's Henry Waternoose. Waternoose. I knew it had something to do with the ocean. Like I said, I'll take a sip with you. Crabby man. In the upcoming Monsters at Work, I believe it's Roz. Okay. She moved on from being the uh, Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. All right, question number three. What are Wanda and Vision's stage names for their magic act? Oh, you got to be kidding. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. The, the, the great Viz. Great Viz. I don't know. <laughs> Give me credit on that one. It's an illusion and glamour. <laughs> not not even close. What do you give me credit for? I think you got the next few, at least I hope. Take a sip. What are you drinking over there? Is that Bud Light? 
Yeah, it's a Bud Light. Oh, you got that Monday Night Beers coaster over there? Bottle. We're in a bottle. Yeah. So, wait, using a beer, like a can coaster for a bottle? A koozie? Koozies yeah. are one size fit all. That doesn't fit it. I can't <laughs> fit it. It's the same thing. <laughs> what, do you just grip it? It's got a little F- wiggle room, but what are you supposed to do? Carry around multiple koozies? You gotta get a bottle koozie. You can't just do the can koozie on the bottle. Can koozies are a dime a dozen. Bottle koozies, you gotta go like shop specifically yeah, for. Yeah, you gotta look for them. You gotta... That's a you lot of work. Cans. Why, why are you going in bottles? Because that's what they had. <laughs> they didn't have cans? I don't, not in a six pack. Oh, all right. Tonight's a low key. So you got six beers? Yeah, low-key. I went to dinner, got a couple beers, got six more. Mm, all right. I got I to gotta travel tomorrow. I, th- I threw out a perfectly good 18 back the other day. You threw it out? Yeah, what was I couldn't. I couldn't. I, get them, I ch- couldn't bring it on the plane. You can chug it beforehand? 18 beers? Well, <laughs> if you know you have 18 beers, you should have started the night before. I did. I went to Epcot around the world. You can finish the 18? No. I was lucky I drank one after that night. All right. Question I bought the 18 pack before doing around the world. Uh, I feel like that's your obligation then. You made a commitment on the purchase. I tried. So. At least have a beer in the morning to say that you at least cracked. I wasn't doing anything of the sorts the next morning. (laughs) I was lucky my flight was no earlier than, I think it was at 6 o'clock at night. (laughs) Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, you were calling me too. Yeah, it was an interesting night. So, all right. Question number four. Every Independence Day, how many times does the Liberty Bell ring? Oh, jeez. 50? Incorrect. 13. I was going to say 13, but I feel like those other states will get like mad. Like 13 was my guess because that's how many original, that, that's how many stars there are. Right. That's the original colonies. You don't think those other 37 states are getting pissed off that they don't get a rink? Yeah, they'll probably put I feel like we're a, some point. we're a soft country at this point. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where they're kind of flo- flying under the radar. But yeah, it hasn't been called that, out yet. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to listen to this podcast and be like, those sons of a bitches. I want a ring for my state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, California's you're not getting a ring. Pieces of yeah, trash. yeah, they're not getting a ring. Uh, so, yeah. All right, so you're not doing too good so far. Uh, Go no, we might get the strikeout. Well, this one we might get. At SeaWorld, what is the name? Of the show Shamu. That, no. that features cats and dogs. There's a cats and dogs show at SeaWorld? There is. What do they do? Feed them to Shamu? I don't know what they do. <laughs> I know it's about cats and dogs. Uh, it's got to be something stupid like Paws and Tails or something. Pets Ahoy. Pets Ahoy. What do they do? Put them in a boat? I have no idea what they do. Do they swim? <laughs> they might swim. Oh, they gotta be like pirate. There's gotta be a pirate ship involved, right? If it's a hoy. it has to be a pirate ship involved. Hundred <laughs> percent. And SeaWorld. So they have, to have boats involved. I don't I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check that one. They put them in like a like a RC boat or something and drive them around the tank. 
That's not a bad Why idea. Why did you think I would know that? Well, you go to SeaWorld all the time. I figure been, you know I've the show. I've been shows. to SeaWorld twice. <laughs> you have a season pass, don't you? Yeah, but I've been twice. <laughs> all right, Jimmy, you're over five. Let's see if you can get number six. Take a sip for that one, actually. I attempted to go to SeaWorld uh, Saturday. The line of cars getting in was, like, stupid. Yeah. I got, like, corralled in, so I had to wait in it. I got right through the toll booth and turned right around. It's like not dealing with this crowd. So you had enough, where'd you go? Then I went to Universal. Oh, that was Universal, yeah. Yeah. SeaWorld, uh, does, I noticed, does not do good with a large crowd. You got to go on a quiet day. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, question number six. Should we ready? Let's do it. I'm going to get, get one. one. Before wrestling, what sport did Kenny Omega dedicate all his time to? You kidding me? I bet he was a tennis player. This is common sense. If you karate? know his heritage. Is it karate? No. Oh, hang on. All right. Baseball. No. All right. Let me guess. All right. I got to think of one. All right. I can't keep giving you. know, you already I'm gave thinking, off three I, no, sports. Those weren't guesses. Those were my talking out loud. I know what it is. It's hockey. Correct. He's Canadian. I know. So, <laughs> that was like common sense answer. When this one is the, sit there and think about it for a second. I was shouting stuff out loud. If you were Regis Philbin, you would have said, is that your final answer? I would have said no. <laughs> All right. So if you were, you're one for five. Not bad. All right, let's go. What's on tap for the weekend? We're way over time today. I thought we only had three things to talk about today. (laughs) The the top five list really killed us. Oh, yeah. We might might have to bring that one back to the uh, drawing board and work that one out a little better. We do it again. Screw you, Matt Cardona, because I know you're going to steal our top fives. All right, so Schubert, what's on tap for the weekend? I'm coming home, coming home. Seems you're coming like here. Some, some ditty. Yeah, yeah. So you're coming back to New Hampshire. Yeah. Massachusetts or whatever. Shocking. Haven't been back you since You should morning. come to the wedding on Friday. <laughs> we'll see should. what time I, uh, I get in. I haven't booked the flight yet. so I think you should. Because here's the thing. Unlimited beers, unlimited food. <laughs> And I always say, when I go to a wedding, I want to make sure that the bride and groom get their money's worth through the bar tab. And I'm going to make it my priority to make up for the people that aren't drinking to make sure that they made their worth. All right. The bar yeah. Tab. So if if, uh, if if that does happen, the only <laughs> the only clean dress clothes I have at home are purple. So I might put you in the doghouse. Yeah, because the wedding colors are purple, but I refuse to wear purple because it's a Fourth of July wedding. So I'm point. wearing red, white, and blue. Good man. Yeah. So, yeah, my wife's all upset up. I screw her. That's it. So I'm wearing wear red, white, and blue no matter what. And maybe I'm more than welcome. One. <laughs> we could do a um, Instagram post on who can drink the most beers. <laughs> In an open bar at a wedding. We'll see what happens. But see what other happens. than that, well, we got uh, nothing really set in stone. So we'll see what happens. Boss, baby. 
boss baby tomorrow war yeah i so, probably won't get to tomorrow war to be honest with you but we'll see maybe i'll watch it on the plane if i uh that might that might be a good plane movie so i'm thinking so you're coming home this weekend so hopefully you make the wedding because they want some fun and you, you can be a boatload of fun when it comes to a few cocktails <laughs> Um, other than that, though, I think we should do like a Fourth of July fight. I think we should go to the fireworks store. Oh yeah, I mean, we should do some fireworks. <laughs> the last time we tried to do fireworks, it didn't go too well. So no, it went awful. So um, we might we'll have try, to try that. Yeah, we'll try um, again. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm getting you know, first time home for a while, so I got to uh, get my life in order. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you life in order to, in two days. I don't expect to be sober much of the time, so. No, no, you're screwed. Yeah, don't have to be back to work till Wednesday. So. Cool. All right, so we'll figure it out. All right, so if you haven't followed us, follow us on the Drunken Nerds on Instagram. Check out our story. Leave some comments. Nobody ever leaves us comments. I said, tell us uh, what you want us to talk about next week. Maybe we'll try it out. Yeah, leave us a comment. Macrodona, specifically, because I know you're listening to Your this. Your conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, and Scorpio Sky, a piece of trash. But, um, yeah, leave us a comment. What do you think? And what do you want to talk about? Like, follow, share, review. Spotify exactly. us. Yeah, we're on Spotify now. <laughs> hey, 23 weeks we've been doing this. That's pretty impressive. We're almost at half a year. Yeah. So, we'll continue it. And uh, shout out to Frank because I know he's watching it, and I, I, I need I need to do apology real quick. Oh no! Actually, so, <laughs> oh no! Ahmad, <laughs> I know he's watching this, and I'm gonna feel awful. It's been two weeks, and I have not got your beer. I am so sorry, but I will be there next week. I promise you. Because I didn't even drink the beer this week, actually, because I get so nervous about bad beer, and Ahmad's the only person. They can give me a fresh beer every single time. The only one you trust. The only one I trust. But it's very hard to get over there at times sometimes because a lot of my clients, sometimes they take vacation, so I don't make over there. So anyway, Ahmad, I will see you tomorrow. There you go. No matter what. (laughs) All right. Stay thirsty, nerds. (laughs) 